rhythm, groove, euphoria, and that feeling to make you let go of your worries. This is Variation with Sad Ayu. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of VRTN. I am your host, Sadayub. Good to be back with some fresh new music and a special guest joining me today to chat about her life stories. Uh, so before we get started, you can skip this part of the show. If you are tuning in for the mix only, you can skip through it and go straight into the music. So after a month and a few days later, uh, we are back to a brand new episode of VRTN. Quick update since the last one that I've got a couple of new tunes out, including collaborations with Daniel Ortgeis, which is out on Cold Harbor Records. Paul Van Dyke's collaboration, which is part of his album uh, Retro Future, which was also out on Vandit. And a full EP with Katri on my record label VRTN. Now, as I have mentioned in the last episode, I will have Katri to join me and talk about her story so far. It's better to actually know and understand and, you know, introduce herself uh, personally rather than me telling what she's been up to. Now, just a quick introduction about herself. Katri is a Canadian-American music producer of Finnish origin. Her musical background, she played the French horn. At hometown, at her hometown uh, orchestra in the U.S. in her early days, and then transitioned into becoming a music producer recently. Now, her style caught my attention when she sent me a demo, and that demo actually turned into my collaboration with her, which is called It Burns. And we also did a follow up uh, on that EP called I Know. We actually recently finished another track, uh, which will be out very soon. We'll give you more details later on. And we signed another track that's probably going to be out next year. Now, Katri is also my partner. Uh, she's been living with me ever since COVID happened. So there's a lot to talk about, but I will give her the opportunity to do so. But Katri recently wrapped her debut EP on my label, VRTN, which will be out on the Halloween weekend, which is actually not the uh, collaborations that we have in store for you, but her own debut EP on VRTN. Uh, the link for that particular EP is going to be on this radio show, on the description, on SoundCloud, or on the podcast. So, Katri, welcome to the show, and how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. We've been busy in the studio. I hope I have introduced you well. So, tell us a little bit about yourself as a musician, and where are you heading musically next? So, growing up, um, it wasn't an option for me to be musically educated. It was a requirement from my parents. So they um, put me in piano lessons when I was eight. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to do it. But they forced me for, I think, four or five years. And then I was forced to be a band geek all throughout middle school and high school. And then I joined the city orchestra with my mom for four years. And it was always so boring to me back then. But now I thank my family so much for making me learn all that 
early in life because it's so ingrained in there. That's actually a great story. Um, when it comes to, you know, thanking your parents, I wish I did that for my music because I never actually got that support in, from my side. Uh, but I'm glad that you actually got that. And, you know, um, to be honest with you, I'm on the same page as, you know, not learning the musical structures or theories and all that stuff but that actually makes us a bit unique don't you think i do we both have a different edge and combined we're like a, a bigger force awesome so yeah tell us a little bit more what happened after um so after um well during high school you know i i was a little rave baby Always going to festivals and shows and dancing all night. And I just loved the music. Um, I was always the, the one in my friend group that was showing them all these new beats that I found. Um, and eventually I just decided I wanted to learn how to do that myself and make my own music. Um, so I was actually gifted a keyboard and Ableton six or seven years ago. And the rest is history. I just started fiddling with it and learning and watching YouTube and I'm still learning and watching YouTube and now I'm releasing my debut EP on your label. I think that's how everyone started to be honest with you. I, I mean everyone started as in like everyone who uh, are not like you know had the opportunity to go to music school but you know they wanted to learn at some point either through YouTube or either through something else. Uh, I think that's a great way to start because I started the exact same way. I think I started to become a musician uh, or like a music producer technically back in 2013, pretty much the same way. And yeah, I think, I mean, when you, when you say Rave Burby, that actually is interesting. Tell us a little bit about that. Rave Baby or I guess Rave Barbie. Which one did Rave you say? Rave Barbie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I, I like... I discovered, I think trance was the first, before I even knew what a rave was, I started listening to trance. Um, and so I finally convinced my mom to like take me to a rave. So she drove me to a rave and that was, that was it. Like, that's all I wanted to do for the rest of high school is just go to raves and listen to this interesting music that I was so fascinated by and it just grew as a passion inside me I guess well that's awesome yeah I think your mom is also a very talented lady uh, musically so also tell us a little bit about your experience with Burning Man because uh, that I think you, I remember you telling me about how that kind of sparked your interest in musical even more further yeah Burning Man I think it was 2016 that was a that was a great experience it was a crazy I can't even begin to talk about it I don't want to get into that now but um, it was just a, a whole different world that I dove into. It wasn't a festival. It was like, it was more like an experimental town where money didn't exist and everyone just gave without expecting anything in return. And there was so much beautiful art and music everywhere. And there was no advertising for artists. You just would wander around and see what you found out there. I don't, it, that was really cool. And I wanted to be a part of that somehow more. Well, that's definitely, I'm sure, an awesome experience. Now, tell us a little bit about uh, your journey so far 
you know, your relationship with my record label VRTN, how that came into being and how you discovered VRTN in general. Yeah, so I actually discovered you by accident. I was on YouTube looking up something else music related and as like a suggested video was one of you, I think, performing at Coda. And I fell in love with your style and your sound and I just started looking you up more and I found you on, you know, SoundCloud, Instagram, other platforms and started basically following your music. And then that's how I found out about VRTN and I listened to some of your radio shows. I think that's what you call them. Um, And then I just decided to reach out one day and you responded and I mean the rest was history we just vibed and you saw potential in me and helped I guess mold me um and I mean here we are today ah that's cute yeah I mean to be honest with you uh, like, you know, aside from our personal relationship and everything, uh, when she actually sent us the music, uh, it was definitely had the potential to begin with. And um, I mean, I'm I'm always responding to any of my messages, no matter who sends, like, send me music or messages to. Uh, I always try to give feedbacks and sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I know a lot of the artists that sometimes they send me music, we kind of try to develop, but then in the long run, it doesn't work out. But with yours, it kind of worked out because, you know, whenever we gave you feedback, uh, you kind of got the feedback in in the right way. And then, um, yeah, I think after once we wanted to do the collaboration, it just worked out well. And then everything else, like our relationship and everything else kind of developed from there, which is kind of great. I think I remember... Um, I started talking to you, or like you sent me music right when uh, right when COVID happened, and um, I was in Amsterdam, like my flight either back or to Amsterdam, so so either kind of like traveling that particular show alone, so kind of like killing my times at that time was just responding to you, so it was kind of fun. But and then that turned into what we are today. It was pretty unexpected. It wasn't it was nothing planned or anything whatsoever. So yeah, that's that's pretty much the stories. Um, well, what do you think about the sound? How do you define your sound, by the way? Like I I have like you know this whole arrays of sound that people know me, especially for like you know trance. Even though I'm not really defined as trance anymore, you know I do produce trance here and there. Uh, not just for my fans. I mean, sometimes I feel like I kind of want to do something very melodic, so it could be defined trance. But sometimes I release it as like melodic techno. But I mean, to be honest, the genres are so blurred these days, so it really doesn't matter. But what do you think? What your definition of sound that you are kind of vibing into now and that you you see yourself in next maybe one year and next five years? So it's really hard for me to identify with a single genre or sound. Um, I've been told my sound is uh, experimental, kind of combines things but I mean my sound is pretty techno with a streak of industrial and I'd like to think influenced by trance as well so 
and house sometimes. So you see, it's really hard for me to pick one because there's so many things I like to incorporate. But I guess like the root of it would be techno for now. I know whenever I tell her to um, produce techno or something, she thinks that I'm like putting her into a box. But I think uh, that's a really nice way to put it, what she defines her music or sound to. But uh, in my opinion, I think your sound is very industrial, like Berlin-esque techno at some times with like touch of melodies here and there. Uh, One thing that is like very challenging towards the audience is that you don't really follow like uh, structures that a lot of us producers are into, like, you know, intro, verse, breakdown, drop, outro, or like, you know, drop, and then just a little bit of a bridge, and then outro. Uh, A lot of your tracks has that non-structural way of production, which is cool to see, in my opinion, um, because it definitely challenges our you know, put people's perception differently. Like they don't, they're expecting something, but something else comes in. Um, especially your track Chaos actually has that, uh, which I featured on my compilation. So tell us a little bit about your three tracks EP that's coming out in Halloween weekend, which one of them was Chaos. So it's the Chaos EP. Chaos EP. Chaos. Yeah. Um, I guess I do have an unconventional way of structuring my tracks, but you're helping me to do that in a way that's, productive um so my three track ep chaos and dystopia and nefarious are the three tracks um i made dystopia right at the beginning of quote-unquote quarantine time when i was still living in seattle um that song is really important to me for some reason i don't know why it just means a lot to me and then Next came Chaos, which I actually created the day after I had a big loss in the family, a death in the family, and I was just feeling really chaotic and busted out that track, like a rough idea of that track in one day because of how I was mentally feeling. And then Nefarious, that was the the most recent track that I made here when I'm living with you in Toronto. Um, that one was really fun to make. I feel like it incorporates a bunch of different genres and vibes all together in one track. So I'm excited for you guys to listen, see what you think. Awesome. Yeah, I think I really like your track, Nefarious, which I am actually featuring on this big show, uh, which is basically the world premiere of Nefarious. That's going to be part of the three-track EP that's coming out uh, during the Halloween weekend. It will be out on all stores except for Spotify on the 30th of October and it'll be available in Spotify on the 31st, which is the Halloween celebration. Is that right? Yeah, perfect. Okay, so let's keep it at that. We can always uh, come back and talk about more about, you know, studios and all that stuff later on and what you've been digging sound-wise and all that, right? Right. Perfect. So... I know I have a lot of tracks features this week. Uh, what are your some of the favorite tracks? So, of the tracks you're featuring, I really like Immortal by Doc and Martin. And I really like your shuffle track, the Simba remix. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I think Doc and Martin is doing really, really well right now in the techno world. What do you think? 
I agree. Yeah, I think they're doing great. And the Simba remix, um, it got a feature on BBC Radio 1 by the Jaguar show. So big shout out to Jaguar for featuring that track. And congratulations one more time to Simba for the remix. Um, I really actually enjoy working with the record label that actually uh, released the shuffle track. And they are called Roller Blaster Records. I'm actually going to get uh, Laws, who's the owner for that Roller Blaster Records, uh, on the show one day and talk about his journey so far. Um, but other than that, let's leave it at that for this week. So I do have a lot more tracks to feature this week, which are all fresh, including track from my really good friend Mike Tergansky, a.k.a. his alias Drum Night called After Party. Also Township Rebellion including the track Mimosa of their new EP. And there's also a track from Grum's record label, including two tracks from Grum and also a track from Pete K and Nikes. And as well as some IDs, the usual ones, which is coming soon, very, very soon. So enjoy the new episode of VRTN. And this is Sadayub.
listening to VRTN Radio with me, Sada Yub. You can always subscribe to SoundCloud or Spotify or Apple Music by hitting the subscribe button or the follow button. And if you're liking this episode or any of the episodes, don't forget to share and like on any of my social media. Or you can share it on any of the stories by hitting share button and share it on your Instagram stories and share it with the world how you like the VRTN music.
VRTN Radio with me, Sada Yub. You can always subscribe to SoundCloud or Spotify or Apple Music by hitting the subscribe button or the follow button. And if you're liking this episode or any of the episodes, don't forget to share and like on any of my social media. Or you can share it on any of the stories by hitting share button and share it on your Instagram stories and share it with the world how you like the VRTN music.
this is Katri. You're now listening to Nefarious, which is part of my three-track EP coming out on VRTN.
Shuffle, 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 shuffle